As the high school football season rolls on, we've got you covered. This is Next Round Preps on the Double Down Podcast Network. Hey everyone, welcome in to another edition of Next Round Preps. I'm John Lunsford alongside Jerry Young. And Jerry, last week we saw... Uh, some more non-region play for most teams. A few nine-team regions went ahead and started things. 7A Region 2, for instance, getting things underway in region play. But uh, our game, Thompson taking on Lipscomb Academy, not quite the outcome we were expecting there either. Uh, a lot of questions when it comes to the defending 7A champ. You know, Thompson didn't play that bad. You, you take that 100-yard touchdown, fumble return touchdown, scoop and score. Man, that was a backbreaker. I mean, that was a real backbreak, especially when they're on the one-yard line going in to score to go ahead late in the game. So, you know, I think Thompson played better. I'm excited that they're going to be back in, in the state. And I made this on another show. I said this on another show. You know, Thompson is not the state champion in Georgia. They're not the state champion in Tennessee. But right now they're defending state champion in Alabama and going to make a run at it. So, you know, uh, all the – news media all the uh guys have you know jumped on piled on but that's that's okay it's what you expect you've been winning for three four five years you expect you know when you get knocked off people are gonna you know where they say haters gonna hate so you know that was to be expected so anyway I'm uh, I'm glad Thompson's back in region play. Yeah, we are going to start region play for pretty much every team this week. Um, odd team regions may have a few teams that will stay out, out of region or have a bye this week, but we'll get into all the matchups there in 7A Region 3 and other big regions as well. But uh, another team who people kind of scratch their head at, Hoover, um, when they lost to Auburn in that first week down in the AHSA kickoff classic, they took on a team from Tennessee and Bartlett out of Tennessee. They were a six and four team last year. Lipscomb Academy, I equated them to kind of like a John Curtis team back in the day with Joe McKnight, really good private school out of Louisiana. Uh, same thing with Lipscomb Academy, small school, but a very, very good school. Bartlett, not quite the same. Hoover, they went 56 to seven. So everybody sees that and says, oh, yeah, Hoover's back. And Hoover's, Hoover's perfectly fine. Once again, we'll see when region play starts. And Hewitt Trussell did the same thing. The other team that lost, they beat Gaston City 64 to 17. So uh, Gaston City, former 7A Region 3 team, they've dropped down to 6A. Um, and then, you know, the team that Thompson plays this week, Vestavia Hills, my alma mater. I mean, poor Homewood. It, it was a game that I told you the line was going to be like 18 or something like that. And you're like, oh, it'll, it'll be closer than that. 35 to nothing. Yeah. I, was, I was even off on the, the score I gave. That was a big win for Vestavia and Robert Evans, his first win at Vestavia. I watched that game, pretty much all of it. I wanted to see what Vestavia was doing this year with the new coach, with Evans. He's running three backs in the backfield, and he's doing a lot of misdirection. A, a lot, I would say eight out of ten pass plays or off a of play action out of that three-back set. So they're going to have some misdirection. They're going to catch some defenses by surprise. And, you know, off, offense is, uh, is ticking. Their defense is better than I ever thought they would be. That's the, the key to Vestavia. They've got to score. I heard that, you know, some rumors out there, you know, Vestavia's bragging this week they're going to really hang some numbers up on Thompson. That's nothing but locker room pinup stuff, so I'm anxious to see how they play. I'm just curious if Thompson's defense will make Sports Center again like they did last time they played Vestavia with that Peter Woods interception off the referee's knee. A wild play there. Um, some other games in week, well, technically it was week one, even though it's the second week of the season. Uh, big win for Briarwood. They beat Spain Park 23 21. Christopher Fazina, we asked the question when they played Clay. 
they had no points. They got destroyed by Clay. I think Clay is probably the best team in the state, but um, you know they got destroyed by Clay. And then this week, turn around, beat a seven A Region three team and Tim Vacakis in Spain Park with a last second touchdown pass. Yeah, I think it was no time left on the clock, no. wasn't it? Or it was an untimed down, I believe. Yeah, it was the last play of the game. Yeah, it was the that's last why it's twenty three. They didn't so, have to give you extra point. Yeah, can't get any more exciting than that. And uh, you know, it's good to see Briarwood come back and be the team that I thought they were going to be. However, being thumped that hard by Clay Chalkville just really lets you know how good Clay Chalkville is. And the two teams that's on top of 7A Region 3 where you typically say, oh, that's going to be the number one team in the state, whoever's on top right there. Oak Mountain, they beat Pelham 21-17 and Tuscaloosa County. Right now, if you're going to go most wins and or best record and biggest wins, it's Tuscaloosa County right now. At this point in the season, Vanderbilt is on top of the SEC and Tuscaloosa County is on top of 7A Region 3. I know it's only been a week or two in in those two sports, but uh, County with a big win, twenty eight to seven over Bessemer City. Uh, what other what are some other games that stood out to you? Enterprise at Auburn. I thought that was a good ball game. Enterprise hung in there with him. The score is thirty one twenty one. Auburn takes the the uh, the game, but I thought that that score being so close, you know, was surprising to me. Coleman and Jasper. That was a good ball game. Forty two for Coleman and twenty one for Jasper as both of those schools, you know, both of those schools, the reason I put them on there, they have the best Friday night atmosphere. Those are the perfect size towns where the whole town closes down and shows up at the stadium and it's just a party. But that was a great ball game in Coleman as uh, they beat Jasper. Um, Another game, A.H. Parker, Parker High School and Ramsey. You know, Ramsey surprised us last week with a win and now they come back and lose to parker on a thursday night game 34 to 18 not sure if ramsey has what they thought they had or what that was i did I have not seen the highlights of that game but that was a surprising score to me yeah i think parker's gonna be pretty good this year um you know we'll see a lot of shifting around some teams moving up from five to six a six a to five a and a lot of regions shifting around as well and uh, jasper one of those was up in six a they dropped back down to five a but uh, you know, be interested to see what they do now. They're down in five A, even though Coleman was a six A team that they played. Um, another game between two different classifications we mentioned last week: Ben Russell and Central Clay County. Everything I saw on uh, a certain you know newspaper website here in town picked Central Clay County to win that game, uh, easy enough. But Ben Russell thirty three fourteen, big rivalry between those two schools, and uh, a big win for Benjamin Russell who. Once again, has some region changing around. They're there with Homewood, who they had a couple of big state championship games with, Briarwood, some different teams there in that region, uh, in 6A Region 3 for them. And then Clay Chalville, we mentioned it beating Briarwood really bad last week. Um, we had uh, Alvin Briggs on our pregame show at Thompson, and we talked about Clay Chalville and Hueytown. He's like, look, they've played three times. You realize that? Clay Chaltville had some good games with them last year. Not so much this time. 42-8. to eight. Clay Chalville, that's a game, Clay Chalville and Thompson, that'll be their their last uh, non-region game. That'll be a week five game mm. uh, between region play. I mean, I know we're from Thompson, so we're kind of homers when it comes to Thompson, but leaving Thompson out of things, I don't think there's a better team in the state than Clay Chalville right now. I agree. I, I, until somebody proves, uh, proves them wrong, I agree with that statement. You know, Mountain Brook, too, played James Clemens. Clemens is not near as good as they have been. Of course, they lost their coach to Hoover. We know that, but... You know, Mount Brooks, strong team. They hung 42 up on James Clemens. And then Pinson Valley uh, beating McAdory 21-13. to McAdory really needed that ball game. Pinson Valley obviously needed it worse. They beat them. 
Yeah, McAdory in uh, 6A Region 4, one of the teams there, Hillcrest Tuscaloosa, um, you know, playing really well in 6A Region 4. Hueytown in that region as well that, that Clay Chalville played. Um, that's one that every year you come in thinking, used to be McAdory was like the team. And then Hueytown's had some good times. You go back to when Jamin Winston was there, had that one really good year. They've had a couple times where they've competed. But Hillcrest, when Brian Robinson was there, um, you know, former Alabama uh, running back that's with Washington now. You know, they've had some a lot of good talent, but Hillcrest Tuscaloosa potentially looks like a team to beat there. I've watched that whole game as well. I tell you, Armwood out of Florida, they're out of really Tampa is where they're from. They had a, a lot of good players and a good football team. But I'm going to tell you, Hillcrest Tuscaloosa is surprising some people. I don't know why I say surprising. They shouldn't, but they're really good again this year. They are. Uh, one more or two more games I want to mention real quick. Gardendale beating Calhoun out of Georgia, 31-30. Uh, Chatty is up there uh, coming from Hoover to Gardendale. He's turned Gardendale into a team that's ready to step out of the state and play uh, some good teams. They get a big win by one. They're 2-0 to start the season. And then Moody, Jake Gannis at Moody. They beat Silicaga 58-24 two weeks in a row. 50-plus points uh, that they've hung up. Also debuted that new turf field. Looked really, really good from all the pictures I saw. That's a team I'm looking forward to watching in person because I think he's going to do some good things there. Jake Gaines is the most energetic. I mean, never slow down, but quality energy. He's just not out there yelling. I mean, he's hustling. He's out there with the guys. He's got that whole town believing in that team. Watch him. I'm telling you, watch him. Oh, I know. Uh, Scott Forster works here with us. I mean, those those games roll in. It's like, oh, Moody can make a little bit of a run. I know that's not, you know, a team you typically would say, look, they're going to make a run to the state championship. But, you know, Jake's come in, done some good things. Obviously, we saw what he did at Thompson when he was an assistant there. So we'll see what happens with Moody. All right, we get back. We'll look ahead to region play. Finally, the games that actually count. Once again, that's two Thompson people saying out of those games before it didn't right. count. These are the games that really count. Once again, the region play. We'll talk about all the big region games from uh, the higher classifications, especially. We get back right here on Next Round Preps. At Albritton and Artavino Family Dentistry, we know how valuable your time is. So if it's a crown you need, let us take care of it with our same-day crown service. We have the latest technology allowing us to build your custom crown right here in our office while you wait. All Britain and Artavino Family Dentistry is here to serve you. All Britain and Artavino are easy to find. Exit 238, that's the Alabaster exit, next door to American Family Care or call them at 205-664-7610. Alabaster Living has been a major community supporter for years in the Alabaster area and is excited to introduce their new streaming TV channel. Alabaster Living Television can be found on Roku and Fire Stick and has new video content featuring Thompson High School, the city of Alabaster, local churches, businesses, and citizens added weekly. Just load ALTV to your streaming device and start watching to see all that Alabaster has to offer. You can also follow Alabaster Living on Facebook and YouTube to stay on top of everything going on in the community. Add ALTV to your Roku or Fire Stick device today. Hi, I'm Jerry Young. I want to tell you about Holloway Home Loans here in Central Alabama. Thomas Holloway is a former Oak Mountain Eagle who moved on to play his college ball and earn his degree from West Point. Thomas is still an Army Reservist and an expert in residential home mortgages, offering personalized service at an amazing price because he works for you and not the financial institutions. Call Thomas today at 205-413-2858 or you can email him thomas at hollowayhomeloans.com. That's Holloway Home Loans and Edge Home Financing, MLS 1985757. Cartridge World of Vestavia is well known for the lowest prices on toner cartridges, but are you aware of their free printer program? You heard right, there's no catch. 
Simply agree to buy your ongoing printer cartridges from Cartridge World of Vestavia and we'll provide you with a printer at no cost. A Cartridge World expert will personally consult with you to find out your business's exact needs so you can have a stronger bottom line. Visit Cartridge World of Vestavia Hills on the web or call 205-822-6767. That's Cartridge World of Vestavia. Welcome back in here to Next Round Preps. We talked about week one. Now time to move on to week two, which is actually the third week of the season. Therefore, we're getting into region play. It's been, for the most part, non-region play up until now. You've had a couple of nine-team regions that went ahead and started last week. We mentioned Auburn and Enterprise. Last week, that was a region game. Um, speaking of Enterprise, they play Central Phoenix City. So, you know, Enterprise is a team that is a, you know typically a playoff team, maybe in that fourth slot there, kind of competing with Prattville for that third and fourth slot. Well, you have Opelika in that region now. And you got to start with Auburn and Central Phoenix City. Not too easy there for Enterprise. No, it's it's the class of the state. The, you know, two of the class uh, teams in the state without out of question. So Enterprise is a good football team. A lot of good football teams in that area. Like I said, Opelika, they're used to winning. You know, and now here they are in this region. They're gonna have to show up and play. But you know, same thing as uh, as we've been saying, Central Phoenix City. They got a ball team. Yeah, Central Phoenix City with that big win over um, Hewitt Trustville to start things off. Central and Auburn really are looked at as the top two teams. I know the jury's kind of out on Hoover because they did lose to Auburn, but then got a big win. And we'll see what they do in region play. Same with Thompson, same with Hewitt Trustville. So, you know, that still has to kind of play out. I still would love to see a 16-team playoff where you spread all the teams out so you could have a Auburn and Central Phoenix City and even an Enterprise, um, a fair hope, those teams playing some teams from the north. But that's a whole different thing we can get to when it comes to the playoffs. Before we get to 7A Region 3 and the game we'll be calling with, with Thompson and Vestavia, um, some of the smaller classifications we go under 7A and 6A. Uh, really looking forward to Saraland at St. Paul. St. Paul's is one of those teams that kind of hop between 5 and 6A due to size and competitive balance. Um, Sarah Lynn traveling to St. Paul's and that one. Then my alma mater, Homewood, taking on Helena. Helena, a big win over Chelsea in the uh, AHSAA kickoff classic. And Homewood looked good against John Carroll, not so much against Vestavia. You know, Homewood could right the ship right here Friday night. I mean, they go over there to Helena and beat the Huskies. Man, that will, be, well, that will say something. So, Hewittown, uh, uh, Homewood at Helena going to be a big ball game. In 6A Region 5, two games I'm looking forward to. Mountain Brook moves out of the region with, or I guess maybe Homewood moved out of the region with uh, Mountain Brook. We mentioned Homewood. They moved down to start playing teams like Helena and Pelham, but Mountain Brook moves into a region with Minor, Parker, Jackson, Olin, um, some teams that have come from Region 6 and some teams that came up from Region, or excuse me, from 5A as well. They start off with Minor as their first game. Both teams undefeated in this one. Minor at Mountain Brook, and then you mentioned Parker Ramsey last week. Ramsey got a big win in Week 0, didn't win last week, lost to Parker. Jackson Olin now with the new head coach because Tim Vakakis went to Spain Park. So it should be an interesting one between Jackson Olin and Parker there in Region 5 as well. I agree. I had that one marked down as one to watch. and uh, we'll, I, I'm just curious if Parker's really that good. We'll find out. We will. Um, another game in 6A Region 6. I like Shades Valley at Oxford. Ruben Nelson at Shades Valley. Did, obviously did a lot of good things with Ramsey. Um, in 5A Region 1, game I wanted to mention, I know you, you've uh, talked a lot about Gulf Shores. They moved down from 6A. They're in 5A now. They're in 5A Region 1. And that's the region St. Paul's had been in. That's a region UMS Wright uh, comes into with competitive balance. But Faith Academy is the team that they've kind of consistently been in 5A Region 1, and they've consistently been good, that's who Gulf Shores opens up with. Uh, they get to host Faith Academy in that first game. Yeah, uh, Faith Academy beat Alberta, which was 
you know, not saying much. Alberta's a weak team and has been for a year or two. Uh, well, ever since they started, really. They hadn't really ever got going at all there. But Gus Shores beat Citronelle last week. I think, you know, this Faith Academy, Gus Shores, I think it's going to be a three-point ball game. I think it's going to be very close. Yeah, Gulf Shores moving down. Like I said, in classification, you typically think, oh, that means they can compete a little more. Um, so we'll see what happens to that one. What are the games you're looking forward to this I want to go down one more classification to 4A Region 1. Uh, Orange Beach, everybody, you know, Orange Beach with the new high school, and then they broke off, you know, their, their own city school now, and they go out and they hire Jamie Dubose, which if anybody keeps up with Alabama high school football, you know the name Jamie Dubose. Well, he comes back to Alabama, goes to Orange Beach. They're going to be playing Jackson in their first region game, and the reason I say that, Jackson is a storied ball team a storied town when it comes to winning. They're always tough, no matter what year it is. That's a game to watch down in 4A down on the coast. Yeah, Jamie Dubose. We talked about Central Phoenix City. The whole reason Patrick Nix is there now is because Jamie Dubose is not there. He left in, uh, I think, 2019 was his last season, left for a couple years, went over to Georgia. Yeah, and he's back at Orange Beach right now, started off the season 1-0. It will be interesting to kind of see what happens with uh, Orange Beach. They've had three seasons, first one, three and six, the first season, uh, understandably, but then 9-2 and two last year, made it to the playoffs, and so we'll see what they can do this year. Uh, also in 4A, Region 4, Hanley at Jacksonville. Uh, I mentioned that one because that's two top four teams in the ASWA poll. Hanley's number two. They're at Jacksonville, who's number four. And then Alexandria at Moody as well. Um, two top ten teams in 5A. And I think this is the win that establishes Moody and uh, Jake Gaines to see where they truly are because Alexandria is a team year in, year out, who's constantly competing um, for region titles and for playoff spots. And so this is the one on that new, that new turf field at Moody to see if uh, Moody can really get a big win. I agree. Let's move to 5A Region 5 now. Ramsey is going to be at home against Jasper. You know, Ramsey came in, beat Hueytown, then, of course, lost last week to Parker, like we mentioned. Jasper lost to Coleman. Does Jasper have anything? Does Ramsey have anything? I think some questions will be answered there uh, Friday night at Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey without uh, Ruben Nelson. He's been gone a couple years to Shades Valley, but built that program into something, won a 6A state championship with them. And, uh, yeah, I am very interested to see what they have. Before we get into 7A Region 3, any other games to talk about? Um, McAdory, Bessemer City, uh, uh, or Bessemer City at McAdory. It's always just a rivalry because you can, you know, pretty much a, a par five to get between the schools you know if you can hit hit a dog leg right you can bend it around up onto i-59 and yeah. let it run down the road to the first exit so that's always a good game to watch always you know families are involved in that that's a good game and Bessemer city trying to rebound from a loss to tuscaloosa county who this week travels to chelsea and i don't know you know they don't set the schedules on purpose you know they're not they're not they say they're not purposely putting thompson hoover at the end you know even though that seems pretty clear that you put that there because they're the two best teams in seven-day region three. It's weird how that happens a lot of times. But, you know, the way the schedule worked out, Tuscaloosa County, they open up with Chelsea at Chelsea. And this is a team that has consistently been in last place in seven-day region three, along with the team now who people assume will be last place in seven-day region three in Chelsea, who, uh, you know, I, I would say, unfortunately, I guess, moved up into seven-day region three based on uh, size. But that's an interesting one, Tuscaloosa County at Chelsea, because the winner of that one then all of a sudden puts themselves to where – you're an upset or two away from potentially even playing for a playoff spot. Yeah, and it also solidifies the fact that it's not going to be the last place team in Region 3. And let's face it, that's how Tuscaloosa County's been. We know that Chelsea coming in does not have a good football team to compete in 7A Region 3. You know, so I, Adam Weingarten's turned Tuscaloosa County around. And we fully expected that. And even last year when we went to go watch them, it was 
and, and it, it was first year, so it was still kind of a learning process. But, you know, 2-0 and right now, and, and, you know, beating Bessemer City, Central Tuscaloosa arrival has kind of fallen off, winning that game 44 nothing in Week 0. But uh, beating Bessemer City last week pretty good. Uh, it was a pretty impressive win. So we'll see what they have when they travel to Chelsea. Oat Mountain, they travel to Hewitt Trustville. This actually is a game that you look at it as the 3-4 game for Region uh, 3 because it has been Thompson Hoover and then Hewitt Trustville and then Oat Mountain. But this one plays in the first week as well. Oat Mountain at Hewitt Trustville and Hewitt losing to Central early on. So we'll see if they can get the win over Oat Mountain. And then this is the 20th year of Spain Park taking on Hoover. I saw the, an article about that this week and it seems like just yesterday Spain Park was starting off. Yeah, and you know, that's always the biggest rivalry to them. But for some reason, I can't get excited about that game. I know that Spain Park's on the rise. You know, they're building their program back. But when Briarwood beat them on the last play, it almost – and Hoover's come back like they did last week over in Georgia. You got to just say, you know, that's going to be another blowout because Hoover's not going to take their foot off the gas. They've actually played 21 times because they haven't met in the playoffs before. But um, very one, uh, one-sided rivalry, 18-3 and three for Hoover. So Spain Park's only gotten three wins. And uh, both of those years that they won, though – made a run to the state championship. They lost in both of those state championships, but uh, did it back in was it 2007, maybe they it did it. I Nick Mullins' time after that. Wasn't he there at Spain Park when they beat Hoover? He was there. That was the second one. Then they played McGill Toolin and lost to McGill Toolin in that okay. championship. And then they played, I want, it was 2006, 2007, they played Prattville, I think, and lost in, in that one. But um, the year they made it, the second year they made it, they beat Hoover twice in the regular season and the playoffs. But very one-sided rivalry right there, but it is the 20th year of that rivalry. I can remember when I was at Homewood, we played them. They only had a JV team. They only had, I think, ninth and 10th grade and only had a JV team in that first season. And uh, it's been it's been fun to watch the ride and the ups and the downs for that team. But I am very interested to see what Tim Vakakis does at Spain Park. And then the game we'll be calling Thompson at Vestavia. First region game for both these teams. Vestavia started off 1-1, one and one, losing to Mountain Brook and losing to Hoover, a team that, uh, you know, two of their big rivalries other than Hoover that they play. And they finished 1-1 one and one in that. Thompson 0-2. But against two teams that now, if you look in the Max Preps rankings, Buford number six, Lipscomb Academy number 25, the win put them into the top 25. So two top 25 teams in the country. All right, so Thompson's going into Vestavia. We know what to expect. We know what's on the line. You know, if Thompson doesn't win this game, can you imagine? I mean, really, if you think back, let's just say Tuscaloosa County beats Chelsea, which I expect them to do. That's nothing against Chelsea. I just expect it. But can you imagine that the region standings after the first week where Thompson would stand down there? So, you know, this is a, a must-win game kind of to start the, the season as far as I'm concerned about for Thompson. And I know I spoke with Coach Mark Freeman yesterday. He's got his team fired up. They know that they're home. Everything's in the past. I'm not going to call those jamboree-type games, but, you know, those games were scheduled on purpose to make this young team at Thompson – grow up quicker and they grew up quick they had a chance to win it last week should have put that game away and didn't but we'll see what happens you can watch it on the warrior nation network warriornationnetwork.org you can go there and click on the watch button or listen to john and i call the game and unlike espn we promise at seven o'clock the game will be live on the warrior nation network that was a whole debacle we don't we could go a whole another hour about that i don't i'll just say this about that how in the world could espn spend that kind of money to show up at thompson in alabaster to broadcast that game and then not plan for something or a place to put it. Our our phones were just lighting up 
nonstop. Where is, where is it? Where is it? And we're trying to call the game. So, And I was trying to explain on Twitter while we're calling the game how to find it because I finally found it, but it took digging and digging and digging for right. 30 minutes to finally find it. And I finally found it on the ESPN app. And everybody's like, well, how do I find it? All I could do is try to explain it to you in 280 characters on the tweet, and I didn't do a very good job trying to do that. But, uh, yeah, Vestavia this week, Spain Park next week, Chelsea the next week. So these are three games you have to win all three of these uh, with the way you started before. Then you have to play Clay Chaltville, and then you start to run the, the back four, Hewitt, Oak Mountain, Hoover, and then Tuscaloosa County is thrown in there as well. Yeah, and well, in the middle of it is Clay Chaltville. Did you say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Clay, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so the, the off week, so to speak, out of region play – my gosh, man. <laughs> and this is the kind of region, 7 Region 3, I don't think it's happened at the top yet. Maybe it has, but I don't think it's happened yet where you're one upset away from having a Thompson-Hoover-Hewitt three-way tie at the top where, let's say, Hoover beats Thompson like they did last year, Thompson beats Hewitt, but then Hewitt upsets Hoover, which has happened. Then all of a sudden you're sitting at a three-way tie, and that's when these losses for Thompson start to really affect you because you could potentially end up a three-seed and not even hosting in the playoffs um, You know, should that happen. So that, that's why these games are important, like you said. You're not going to call them jamborees. They're out-of-state games. They don't actually count towards the region standings. But it could, should things go crazy, potentially hurt you. Um, it's kind of a you know risk reward situation. You get some great tests against great teams like they had and Clay Chalville included in there as well. Um, but those three losses, if you had three losses there, it could potentially hurt you. I agree. I want to mention one game before we wrap this up. Uh, Hueytown is at home against Brookwood, and why would I bring that up? Well, several reasons. First of all, I think Hueytown is a little bit off this year. I think Brookwood is one of those rising teams. They've got a lot going on. They did something this year that hadn't been done in 50 years. And they retired Billy Joe Young, who is my cousin's jersey, at Brookwood 50 years ago. This year, they released that jersey from uh, on, on behalf of our family who, who uh, allowed it to happen. Uh, to a special player at Brookwood who meets the qualifications to wear that jersey. And so this is the first year that that little bitty thing, the reason I bring that up, it's kind of reunited that whole community at Brookwood. Brookwood hadn't had a chance to beat Hueytown in years. I mean, not a chance. This Friday night, they got a chance. That'll be a good ball game to keep your eye out. Yeah, Brookwood, a team who's also 2-0 and right now. And Brookwood, a lot of times, is looked at as, ah, they're not going to win any games. They're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, they're in Region 4. But they are 2-0 and right now with wins over Holt and uh, rival West Blockton. So we'll see. They start off with Hueytown, then Central, a game that could potentially win, even if they didn't beat Hueytown, and then Hillcrest. But they could potentially be sitting at 3-2, and maybe even 4-1, and going into the break there when they're off in Week 5. One other game, James Clemens and Bob Jones. Oh, that's, forgot to mention that one. Yeah, yeah man, that's, that's a big rivalry up north. I called that game about 10 years ago. And um, – I tell you, that's an interesting game. They play at the Municipal Stadium. They even have fireworks after the game. It's it's uh, it's quite an event because, let's face it, those two teams are pure neighbors. <laughs> they know each other. They grow up playing together and all that, and then they become enemies for that one night out of the year. And how wild that I, I, everybody asked me about James Clemens, especially they've had some good players like LeBron Ray and others come through there. And um, people ask me, well, tell me about James Clemens. And I kind of explain as they're the Spain Park of – Huntsville because they broke off of Bob Jones who was you know Hoover was the biggest school they split off into Spain Park Bob Jones then was the biggest school they split off into James Clemens and what a week you have Hoover and Spain Park playing at uh, Hoover and then you have 
Bob Jones and James Clemens playing. So you have those two rivals playing this week. So it should be a fun week two of the season, week one of region play for all of these teams. And uh, like Jerry said, we'll be at the Thompson-Vestavia game. That one's at Vestavia. You can listen on the Warrior Nation Network. You can uh, watch on the NFHS Network as well. Um, you have Thompson, who's coming in at number five on the uh, uh, top ten that kind of changed a little bit this week, John. It's one thing. Central Phoenix City is now number one with Auburn two, Hoover three, Hewitt Trustville four, Thompson at five, and to round out the top ten, you got Fairhope, Prattville, Opelika, Enterprise, and Sparkman. So kind of a different top ten this week. Yeah, and you mentioned Spartman. They're a team that uh, we saw Thompson play last year and didn't look that great, but um, trying to build themselves up to be a playoff team up there in Region 4. All right, that's it for uh, this edition of Next Round Preps. We'll recap all of these games next week and look ahead to the second week of Region Play and have a little bit better understanding about where some of these teams uh, you know, sit, especially the Thompsons, Hoover, Hewitt, Trussells of the world that have had a little bit of a struggle to start the season. For Jerry Young, I'm John Lunsford. This has been Next Round Preps. 